What up, what up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold, and I'm your MTMV sports correspondent for your Kansas City football. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yo, y'all, yo, it's taking me a little bit to um, kind of get over this loss. Um, I know not only me, but many of us, you know, many of us Chiefs fans, we felt um, very strongly and confident about the win. About getting this win over the Chargers, man. I'm sick that it was against Phillip Rivers and them dang Chargers. Can't stand them. <laughs> and so, um, we didn't handle business. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it was some definitely some bad calls by the officiating. Um, on both sides, uh, you know. Um, and, you know, Phillip Rivers was going crazy about, you know, the, the hit that he took. But for me, it's like whatever on the helmet to helmet because... He didn't the slide. He wasn't it wasn't a slide to where he was giving himself up. And so that's why I mean and we they they kept showing it in slow motion. I'm you know I got I'm starting off with this, but they kept showing it in slow motion. When it's such a bang bang, the game is very fast where if you see it in real time, they, you can't as a defender, defend, defender can't just pull up like that. And so he he was it wasn't a slide where he was giving himself up. It was a horrible slide because uh, he was actually kind of going forward. He went down and he was going forward in that in the player. You know what I'm saying? And then he braced himself, kind of lowered his helmet, and so that's what kind of caused it because it was more. It was almost like shoulder and a little bit of helmet. But you know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm like it was a good no call. I'm glad they didn't call it, <laughs> but for me, it was a good no call. But just because of the way that he. The way that he went down, it wasn't one of those slides where it's, it's a feet first slide where he's giving himself up and he's he would he would have been going backwards and he wouldn't have take even taken a hit like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and it, and then in that case, it definitely wouldn't have been helmet to helmet, but the the rest probably would have threw a flag on that had he went feet first and he was going backwards. You know his upper body going backwards and everything and. Yeah, so I'm good with that no call, whatever. You know, Chargers fans like, oh, that was a helmet to helmet. And anyway, it's real. If you look at it in real time and, and when you're in slow motion, it looks a lot worse than what it really was. So anyway, he need to learn how to slide. That's all I say on that. So that would have been whack to me. But, you know, the pass interference call in the back of the end zone that they call, I, I believe, against Kendall Fuller for touching the guy's uh, wrist and hand with his hand, touching him. Not grabbing and holding him. And the receiver, he didn't attempt to go up with two hands. He was trying to do a one-handed catch because he wouldn't have got it with two hands because the ball was thrown so high. So it was a that was a horrible call. I can't remember if that was a third or a fourth and goal. I, I don't remember, but it gave them a first another first down. It was a very whack call. And so, man, it was some calls, man. <clears throat> That that really helped that last drive for the to charge to win, but I will say this: the Chiefs shouldn't even shouldn't even have been in position that position to where they would have had to stop the Chargers from scoring and stopping them from a two point conversion. The game shouldn't have been that close. It was some bad play calling by Andy Reid, bad execution by the Chiefs. On the last, especially on the last possession they had, and Mahomes took a sack. But I believe on the first two, they ran the ball instead of putting it in Mahomes' hands and allowing him to drive the ball down the field like he stopped being aggressive. And I've noticed with the last few games, 
excuse me, I've noticed with the last few games that um, Andy Reid's gotten a little conservative once we've, um, in, in games where we've had somewhat of a lead. Even in that, I'll go back to the Cleveland game. We started playing conservative, which kind of allowed the Browns to kind of stay around and hang around a little bit. And so Andy Reid starting to get back to that versus keeping his foot on the gas. Man, you got Mahomes, man. Take the throw the ball down the field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You've got a guy that can make plays out of nothing. If the play breaks down and it doesn't go as planned, you have a quarterback who can make a play and get the first down and keep the time running on the clock. That's what we have. We have a quarterback that can, to where we can remain aggressive throughout the game, stop letting teams back in, and putting our foot on the neck. Because a lot of times, when you try to go that conservative route and just try to eat time off the clock, guess what? That team, you, let's say you got a point, you don't get any point, you don't even get a field goal range. Because just think if we had a, at least gotten a field goal, it would have been 31 to 21. And it wouldn't even have been an issue. It would have been a two-score game. And so we wouldn't wouldn't have even been in that position to where we were, you know, to where we lost the game as we did. You know what I'm saying? We would have won that game. And so a lot of it falls on the offense. The defense did play horrible minus Eric Berry. (laughs) Um, You could tell the the defense played a lot better in the first half, you know, that we were holding them. And stopping them, and we were kind of keeping. We would go up two touchdowns. San Diego come back, they would score, but we would at least be up at least one touchdown. You know what I'm saying? And so um, we made some plays. It could have been close, like 14-14 before halftime. Defense made a play. Uh, Fuller made a good interception in the end zone. It was 14-7. Kept the kept the lead. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, definitely a game the Chiefs should have won, and. So, and I'll say this, like, the defense played better with Eric Berry. The sad thing is, when Eric Berry was out, these guys act like they don't know where to line up. I don't get it. On the last play of the game, where you know they need a two-point conversion, you you see his um, trips right. You know what I'm saying? They in the bunched up set. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who's been catching balls all day? Mike Williams. There should be no confusion. How are you in the 15th week of the season, your 14th game? You don't know your responsibility as a defensive back. That comes down to coaching and players not understanding the scheme of the defense. So it's on both sides. But ultimately, I put it on on coaching. If the defense is so complex or so complicated, where players can't pick it up and they're out there thinking about their responsibilities and what they have to do, then you need to simplify the defense. Break it down like, yo, regardless who comes inside, this is what you got. Play zone or something. Because this man is getting y'all ate up. (laughs) I don't think we have the personnel to play the the defensive scheme that Bob Sutton wants to play. Like we had, we had Marcus Peters. We had even when we had Sean Smith. We've had some good defenses under Bob Sutton, so we know we can have an, a top five, a top ten defense. But uh, when you don't have the the same personnel and it changes up, you have to play to the strength of your players. That may be. A- <laughs>
sorry I had a quick interruption. Um, but back to it, man. You got to simplify the defense. If you don't have the personnel, you got to change up. You know what I'm saying? You got to change your scheme up to fit the personnel that you have and play to their strengths. That was ridiculous because you saw out there when Eric Berry was out there, he was getting guys lined up. Guys weren't lined up in the right place, and he was, like, emphatically having to move guys over. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. You are in game 14 of the season, week 15, and you don't know what you're supposed to do defensively? That's horrible. And that comes, that's, yo, that's, um, <laughs> that's coaching and the players, but I put mostly on coaching and, yo, yeah, it's, it's, um, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for guys not knowing where to line up or who they, who they have to cover. I'm, I mean, so many times we have seen players wide open, and I haven't seen too many other defense. I mean, you know, I mean, we play people, we got we got speed, the players that we have, but I'm like, so you'll see at least see they defensive players in the screen, and you got cats running wide open. How and you know, Mike Williams wide open, and halftime you don't see a chief defensive player on the screen when you like, how is this guy wide open? Like, really? <laughs> so it's frustrating, man. Our defense is frustrating. Um, the the most frustrating thing I will say will be for this team not to get to a Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl because of the defense. So we have, and even though we we have lost some pieces, I mean, we lost the, one of the best running backs in the league. And granted, it wasn't because of uh, injury or anything. It was because, you know, a, a dumb decision he made. Um but we don't have our best running back, so the offense is different. And you, and even so, I can't put this loss on the running backs. I mean, Damian Williams played; a, he had a game. He had two touchdowns, I, I believe. And uh, Darrell Williams balled out. You know what I'm saying? And so the running backs had a good game. I mean, Damian Williams played good. Darrell Williams had it. You know, for the touches he got, he looked good. And so our running game was straight, but we are missing. It's not I can it's not the same offense. We're still dangerous, but it's not the same at running back. Like when Kareem was in the game, you know, there was a concern by the opposing defense. They had to keep an eye on Kareem. You had you had to account for him. And so that's just, you know, when you had a Kareem, a Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins. Like that's four weapons. Like top top notch weapons that you have on your squad. So there is a little bit of drop off at running back, though they were effective enough to where we should have won that game. And we are missing Sammy Watkins. And I think um, as much as, you know, they want to say, you know, the Chargers didn't have Melvin Gordon, Eckler. Sammy Watkins was an aspect of our offense that, you know, if you try to take away Hill or Kelsey, yo, we still got Watkins. And the, the, the bad thing is, or should I say the, um, most disappointing thing is when Sammy Watkins looked like he was just starting to hit his stride and he was getting touchdowns and he was getting more um, more targets and there were more completions going Sammy Watkins' way. You see the offense being a lot more effective and dangerous. And so with that injury and him being out, that does hurt the Chiefs' offense also. So you can't diminish the value of Sammy Watkins, though he may not be living up to the amount of money that he's being paid, which is hard for him to do that when you're not on the field. You know what I'm saying? And that's been kind of a thing kind of throughout his career, him being available and his injuries 
Um, he may only have maybe one full season, so it's, that's frustrating, you know. But we still have a very good, a dangerous offense. As long as Pat Mahomes is under center, you know, the Chiefs have a chance. But, man, it, it, this defense, you know, we kind of we kind of blew a chance almost. I mean, we still have – we still have an opportunity to have the number one seed. We are still the number one seed right now. But the thing is, we got hey, we got to go in uh, Seattle, the so-called 12th man. I don't know why they're still putting that. You know, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> that's what they hang their hat on, the 12th man. They can go ahead and put that up. But we all know who has the loudest stadium, though that didn't really help us out Thursday night, though, right? So, but, um, so they got to go into Seattle. And uh, that's going to be a tough game, man. But I, I still think we have the better team. Um, their defense isn't the same defense as it used to be. Um, you know, it doesn't have a Earl Watson or Cam Chancellor, and it doesn't have a Richard Sherman. And, you know, so they're not as uh, a scary defense like they used to be. I mean, they still have a good defense, but I don't – it's not good enough to stop the Chiefs. And so <clears throat> I think the – it's going to come down to who's able to make more offensive plays, put more points on the board. I think it will be a, a scoring, I don't want to say scoring fest, but there's definitely going to be some points on the board. Um, depending upon if Eric Berry can play uh, four quarters, you know, you can get him three quarters. <laughs> the defense looked a lot better with Eric Berry out there. Um, and Eric Berry, he made some plays, man, against the Chargers. Uh, and I saw him come up and make a – a tackle on a running back in the backfield like he shot through there like man I, I just wish that there was no no injury aspect at all and you know if if we can get um Eric Berry back for the rest of the season where he's like so confident he's not worried about the Achilles and the bone spur and because I, I don't know if it was more of a mental thing because they say it's more of a pain tolerance with what he's dealing with and um, he probably could have played more, but he said him and Andy Reid had a certain snap count. They had an agreement or understanding. And so that's why he didn't come back the second half. But I'm like, yo, that was big, though. I'm like, we can't we can't get Eric Berry in there for that two-point conversion because I don't think they would have got it if Eric Berry was in there. I think Eric Berry would have had cats lined up. They would have known their responsibility. I'm not sure why they didn't take a timeout when there was so much confusion, though. Um, and you had a timeout available. Don't make sense. So the game, it sucks to lose like that, man. It sucks to lose like that. I mean, they had it sold up. It was right there in front of them. Number is right there in front of them. Lock up a bye and win the AFC West. So we gotta beat them Seahawks. We gotta beat them Seahawks. Um Russell Wilson's looking good this year. He's um he's kind of, him and Mahomes are very similar in that mode where Russell Wilson He's hard to bring down, man. He can he can break contain. He can get outside the pocket. He can make passes on the run, too. I will say Mahomes does it better, but, hey, Wilson is a baller, too. You can't definitely can't under eight Russell Wilson. And, like I said, he can create plays. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if Doug Baldwin plays uh, next Sunday. I think he will. I think it's going to be a big game. They're trying to make the playoffs, too. So I'm not sure. I haven't checked to see what kind of injury Doug Baldwin has, but he hasn't played um a, a last few games for the Seahawks, I believe, and he's a big part of their offense. 
Um, they have a good rushing attack. They have um, Carson and Richard Penny. Um, and then uh, Mike Davis was a third string. Uh, but they have, yeah, Carson. I think it's Chris Carson and Richard Penny at their, at their running backs. And they're doing good as a duo. And they're getting a lot of rushing yards. And so, you know, I believe we stopped that run, which has been uh, a problem for us. But... I think Eric Berry makes a difference like he made a difference in the Chargers game. I mean, they came in right off the bat. First pass of Phillip Rivers in the game. First pass from Phillip Rivers in the game. And Berry was out there. I just think he affects he affects the coverage, man. I think he gives the other guys in the secondary confidence. And they didn't have that same confidence in, in the second half against the Chargers. But Eric Berry's out there. That makes a difference in our secondary. So um, we can stop that run game of the Seahawks, man. And, and we can make plays, timely plays, um, pass rush. You know what I'm saying? Getting the pass rush and pressure on Russell Wilson, which that's with any quarterback. Because we didn't get much of a pass rush against the uh, Seahawks. I mean, uh, Seahawks against the Chargers. We, in the second half of that Chargers game, our pass rush was not really getting the Phillip Rivers, so it seems like their offense made some adjustments, and we weren't as effective in that pass rush. So we have to get the pass rush on Russell Wilson. We got to get this W, man. They play next, not this, not tomorrow, but next Sunday night. Um, Sunday night game. That's it's gonna be a big game, and this will determine, you know, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. This is like a must-win game. The Chiefs got to win this game because, and I think we'll see earlier in the day too. Um, the Baltimore, Baltimore and San Diego. Uh, Baltimore and Los Angeles. Oops. <laughs> Baltimore and Los Angeles. And so, uh, I'm hoping Baltimore wins, you know. I'm hoping Baltimore wins. That would be a good one. That would be good if the Chargers were to lose to the Ravens. The Ravens definitely had the defense. But the thing is, we don't want to depend on another team. Um in order to get the position or the seating that we need, I would you know they control their own destiny. The Chiefs control their own destiny. You win in Seattle, you pretty much got it sold up because we're not worried about the Raiders, <laughs> though it was a close game in, in Oakland, but I can't see the Chiefs losing to the Raiders at Arrowhead. I'm not saying it's a gimme because you got to play the game, but it's less. It's not likely that the Raiders beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. So the game that we must win it's against them Seahawks, man. We got to win. Got to win. Because I, I believe if we lose to the Seahawks, because I think it's a it's a higher chance of the Chargers winning, you know what I'm saying, versus the Ravens beating them. So I think, like, if we lose to Seattle, man, we're going to mess around to be uh, that quick, go from a number one seed to a number five seed. And that's crazy because we are um, – one the the top offense in the league, one of the best teams in the league, and to be a five seed, that's so whack. <laughs> so we gotta win. We gotta take care of business, man. And personally, you know, I think I think the seeding should be done differently. I think it should be done based upon record, uh, first in the conference, and then you know if you got ties and stuff like that, same record you go to. Who okay? Who's got the best division record? Record within the division? You know what I'm saying? Because I think it should be based upon record. Because check this out. So you're probably gonna have, let's say, Pittsburgh wins their division, and they end up like eight, what or nine, 
five or nine, you know, yeah, nine, five, one, two, nine, six, and one. Something like that. Let's say they end up nine, six, and one. That's not a great record. But they would end up like, uh, let's say, uh, like a three or a four seed. And the Chiefs end up being, and the Chiefs are like 12 and four, but they're a five seed. Does anybody see something wrong with that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have a better record, but you're a wild card. And so I think they need to start doing it by seeding. Regardless, I say if you win your division, you're automatically in. But it should go by record as far as seeding. And so it would be like, even though the Chiefs, let's say, um, <clears throat> the Chiefs ended up 12 and four. Um, ooh, hopefully it's 13 and three, right? <laughs> but let's say they ended up 12 and four. Instead of them being a five seed, it would be like a three or a four seed. So they would have a home playoff game, you know. So I think they should look into that, man. I think it's kind of whack when, because it could be a team that wins their division like with the eight and eight record, and they are like a number three or a four seed, and they get a home game where there's a team that has like a, a 12 and four, or 13 and three record, and then a wild card. So, yeah, pretty whack when you think about it. So, but yeah, man, Chiefs got to take care of business, man. Um, Chris Jones, I've got to mention Chris Jones. He had a good game. He had, I believe, two and a half sacks, man. Dude is balling from the interior, kind of like, you know, like Aaron Donald. They're going to have to pay Chris Jones. <laughs> They're going to have to pay him. We got to uh, we gotta get this defense defense right, man. Um, this defense, man. And I think, I believe our front, and actually I can't say the whole front seven because we definitely missed on Hitchens, man. I don't see no big plays from Hitchens. We paid this guy a lot of money, and he did look good. You know, I was kind of hype about him. I can't lie. I was like, oh, man, Hitchens look good. He's going to be a beast. And he's, he's a man. When I tell you, we spent some money on this guy, and he's not living up to the bill. You know what I'm saying? Hitchens, Raglan hasn't been balling. So, I mean, we got to. An issue at middle linebacker, yo, at both middle linebacking positions. You know, Raglan's not um, good in coverage, man, and we need we need a guy that can move. You know what I'm saying? We need a guy that can move that you don't have to take out the game because he can't cover <clears throat> and he can't tackle. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so why two middle linebackers are not currently living up to the bill? I don't know how much Raglan's not getting. You know, Hitchens money. But I'm like, man, how can we get rid of this contract? You know what I'm saying? This, so we need middle linebackers, two middle linebackers, safeties and corners. That's our next draft and free agency. So, we, I mean, and um, as much as Jalen Ramsey talked, yo, I know he would be good on this de- on this Chiefs defense because you got a pass rush. I'd love to have me a Jalen Ramsey. I just like, yo, don't talk so much, though. You know what I'm saying? Play ball. <laughs> and sometimes it's funny. But you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, we definitely gonna have to get a couple couple of corners. Um, draft and free agency. You know what I'm saying? Not just no um regular average guy. We need some we need to spend some money on that defense, man. While we and, and they're gonna have to pay Tyreek, they probably gonna have to pay Tyreek next year. And I know we ain't to that point yet, but I'm just kinda thinking like, yo, um, let's fix these let's fix these deficiencies we have. Because our offense is a Super Bowl offense. Our offense is a Super Bowl offense. And our defense doesn't even have to be 
you know, great in like top five. Just come on, be decent. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's just certain parts because we got a pass rush. We got to get that secondary and them middle linebackers together, man. It's, it's, hey, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating to, man, to have this good of an offense and then your defense not. And there's been times throughout the season where the defense has come up big and made some plays. Like, they've made some plays in, in that Baltimore Ravens game. And in the other games, they've made some plays. So, I haven't been as hard on the defense as some people has because they would make plays in, in – in the most needy times, they would come up with a big play and they would make a play versus being consistent, you know what I'm saying, throughout the game and, and getting stops, you know what I'm saying? But there were times, I mean, there have been times they've made stops and they've gotten the ball back to the to the uh, offense. And, and me, I'm thinking, like, as a defensive player, the mindset, my mindset would be like, yo, let's, let's, let's get as many stops as we can, especially on third down. Let's, I want to give them – look at the offense we got. You know what I'm saying? If I'm a defensive player, I'm like, yo, man, let's ball. Let's get our offense back to ball as many times as possible because nine, eight, nine times out of ten, they're going to put up some points. And that's going to allow us to just get after them. And, and they're going to have the other teams going to have to go in straight pass mode. We know they pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to have. You know, and sometimes, you know, we score kind of quick, so I can understand, you know, defense kind of being a little tired sometimes. But I'm like, yo, man, we got the best offense. Let's get our let's get our offense back the ball and give them as many opportunities as possible so Mahomes and them boys can go out there and put up, put some points on the board. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can imagine, like, the, the, the fans that are certain cities and teams that don't have the type of offense, and it's a lot of them that we have. And let's say your your offense is just um, a low scoring offense, and it's not apt to scoring points. Yo, that's like that's that's frustrating. So I mean, I mean, we're seeing history being made by Patrick Mahomes. He's breaking records, man. I love I love him as a quarterback. Um, I wouldn't have any other quarterback in the league. I wouldn't choose any other quarterback. It's been a long time since we've been this excited about a Chiefs player. You know, and Tyreek Hill, man, he's he's um he's a, he's a top five wide receiver to me, man. And you can tell, even in that game, Tyreek Hill still still isn't a hundred percent. He wasn't a hundred percent in that game. You can tell when he's like full speed versus just running fast. Like he was running fast that game, but he wasn't full speed. You can still he you could tell he was still a little bit gimpy, and so. I know this week and a half, he'll have a little bit extra time to get healed up. So, hopefully, you know, Tyreek Hill will be at full throttle uh, come that Seahawks game. Uh, hopefully, Kelvin Benjamin will be more versed in the offense. I'm not sure how, you know, um, what his football IQ is and how quickly he picks up an offense. But, you know, he didn't get a lot of touches that game. I had him on my fantasy. I thought he was going to get, you know, a little bit more opportunities in the red zone. He had a he had a real good good catch on the sideline where he kept his balance, you know what I'm saying, and, and make sure he got his toes in and everything. So he's going to be – I think his offense can get back to bestiality mode. <laughs> yeah, I think this offense can get back to beast mode. And, you know, I ain't talking about Marshawn Lynch, but I think they can get back to bestiality mode when Sammy Watkins comes back. 
And then when you add a Kelvin Benjamin in there who's more familiar with the offense, you know, get more reps on offense. So let's say you got Tariq Hill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Kelvin Benjamin. That's a nice, yo. And then you throw Chris Conley or whoever's Demarcus Robinson out there. But that's a nice wide receiving crew right there. You know what I'm saying? That's beastie. And and I will say again, Damian Williams, he looked good. He ran for a small guy because he, hey, he got some power, man. He ran with some, he ran with some heart. He ran with some toughness. He's a little kind of quick and shifty. You know what I'm saying? He's he's got a little speed on him. I, I like I like him. I think he'll do well. And I think uh, and we'll see if Spencer Ware comes back. You know what I'm saying? But I like that Williams guy. I like Damian Williams, man. Both the Williams brothers. Williams brother. They ain't brothers, but we gonna call them the Williams brothers. All right. <laughs> but that's what I got, man. It was a it was a heartbreaking loss, man. I was I was so upset, man. I was so upset. I was sick and disgusted that. And the crazy thing is I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I knew as soon as, you know what I'm saying, Mahomes took that shot. And I was like, I was astonished that he, and it's not, I don't think he had any really anywhere to go. But I was just astonished that he got sacked, man. I was like, really? I'm like, we really about to punt the ball right now. With three minutes and some change. I like it's too much time on the clock. I'm like, we about to lose this game, man. I just I just felt it, man. I felt it. I was like, man, if we don't get if we don't run some time off this clock or we don't get some more points on the board, we're gonna mess around and lose this game. I can see I even before it happened, I was like, man, I can see Phillip Rivers and them driving down, getting a touchdown. And if they get a touchdown, they are going for two points. I knew they was gonna go for two points and go for the win. Why not? <laughs> Why not? They was, I mean, they was very confident, man. So, <sighs> here's to Eric Berry coming back, man, playing a full game. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah, we, hey. So, let's hope that the Chiefs finish 13-3 and three and we go ahead and solve this number one seed. Let's take care of business next Sunday against them Seahawks and take care of Russell, Russell Wilson and the rest of that crew, man. It's going to be a, a, a tough game. But I definitely believe in my Chiefs. As long as Mahomes is under center, I always believe we got an opportunity to win. And as long as EB, Eric Berry's in that backfield, yo, you know what I'm saying, playing safety, he'll get that defense right. <laughs> Mess around. He's a, he's a coach on the field, man. EB's a coach on the field, man. So that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Oh, I will say, um, what was I going to say about, um, oh, yeah. And so the Chiefs are the number one seed. And that's even though we're tied, we had the same record as the Chargers. The Chiefs have a better divisional record, so we are four and one in our division. In San Diego, is three and two, and so that's why we had the number one seed right now. We're still that you know we still had that number one ranking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's all I got, man. This is Will Smith, red and bold. Um, if you have an Android phone, you can listen to our podcast on Podcast Republic. Be sure to download that app for Androids. And you can check us out on iTunes, MTMV Sports, uh, My Team, My Voice. Oh, yeah. Sports fans rejoice. Anyway, this is Will Smith again. Will Smith with Red and Bold. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all listening, taking the time to listen to my segments, to the podcast, MTMV Sports. Remember to uh, follow us on Instagram. MTMV Sports. Follow us on Twitter and also like our page on Facebook, MTMV Sports Podcast. We love you guys. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. 
I'm out.